Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. It is March 27th. You know what that means? This is the last week of the first quarter. Woohoo! Yippee-yahooey! Anyway, whatever. Now, <clears throat> if you've been following around, you know I've only brought over two positions from the previous week. One is Bank of America. The other one is Nordstrom. Bum, ba, ba. All right, anyway. We're going to take a quick look at what they're doing before we go on to see what is happening. All right, now, considering we've had Bank of America for quite a while, we had a yearly high Bank of America, 52-week high at 44.39. Okay, she's currently sitting at 28 which it's not the low of the year, but it is up. Um, <clears throat> it gapped up today, which is freaking awesome. Now, I like Bank of America, and the only reason why I like Bank of America is it's too freaking big to fail. <laughs> it's a prime uh, trading, what do you call it, brokerage, which allows you to do some really cool shit. It also has the most bank-owned life insurance policies at the pack. There is. I, I don't know the exact number, but I'm going to get it for you probably next week or the week after. However, let's take a quick look at where we are, what we're doing, and where we're going. Okay. <clears throat> now, with Bank of America, we have a 30-day high. So it opens up just a tiny bit more so I can see what I need to see. Okay, we have a 30-day high of 34.69. Now, that was four weeks ago. Our 30-day low is 26.32. Now, that was on Friday. Now, she gapped up this morning, and I would love to be able to say, yee I made a lot of money. But no, I did not. Because uh, I should probably sell some of mine so I can... Uh, but if I sell it, I'm going to be at a loss, and I don't want to do that. And I don't want you guys to ever think that you have to sell it at a loss in order to move on. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to sell some options, a couple of strikes out, so I can at least bring some money in. Because last week, I don't know if you were paying attention, we made $16.50. Now, $16.50 doesn't sound like a lot of money. However, $16.50 is 1.6% return from our investment. Now, <clears throat> we started out the year at $100,000 and 1600 is 16%. I mean, 1.6% of our original investment. So, that being said, considering we're up today with Bank of America, I'm going to look at what... Ooh, first, let's take a look at uh, the seasonality. What does it normally do this time of year? Now, I have to go and I reset all my parameters. Once I... Reset in. The numbers change. Oops. No, we want 10 years worth of data. There we go. Now, Bank of America. I'm, I'm just going to give you this because there's, there's not a whole heck of a lot happening today. Well, actually, it kind of is, but anyway. When I'm looking at a seasonality chart, it gives you an idea of how the stock performs throughout the year. Now, this thing starts out in January, kind of goes sideways until the middle of February. Then it drops 
to the end of March, which is where we are right now. We're at a low. Now, she's going to bump up just a tiny bit, and then she's going to go sideways um, all the way into June. From there, she's going to drop down a little bit more. Then she's going to go sideways until we get to mid-July. Then she's going to go up, go sideways into the third quarter. And then the fourth quarter, she's going to shoot on up until mid-November, then go sideways. So where we are right now, we are at the year low, okay, which is the end of March. Now, she's going to bump up just a tiny bit, not a huge amount, but a tiny bit. But it's good enough to give me a little bit more cash flow with the options that I'm going to sell. I'm going to get to that in a second. But seasonality speaking, this thing basically a sideways turd. <laughs> but it holds its value. Ooh, and before I go on any further, let me just tell you this real quick. We're going to go into the fundamentals, which I normally don't do, but I feel like I have to. But we have um, – now, with Thinkorswim, they have four – let's call them um, – I'm going to call them advisors for a certain reason or another, or uh, the research team, okay? A research team is saying accumulates time to buy. The CFRA, I don't know who they are, but I'll get back to that a little bit later. They're saying to a buy and accumulate. It's giving it four stars. Now, the street, which I don't know if you guys are following the street, the street says, yeah, Bank of America is to buy. Now, Market Edge, which updated their information last week, said to avoid Bank of America. Now, I don't want to avoid Bank of America, and there's a few reasons, because they own more corporate-owned life insurance than any other entity on the planet. Now, <clears throat> they get earnings of 3.9 cents a share. No big deal, but here's the thing. The book value for Bank of America is $30.61 a share. Come on, book value, ladies and gentlemen. You can't beat that. It is the book value is is above the purchase price, so that's why I don't mind holding on to Bank of America to accumulate it. So let me get the hell out of here and let's sell some of these thingies. All right, so what are we looking at? Let's go back to the regular standard chart. The last thirty days. Here we go. She's sitting at twenty eight. I'm going to sell. You got to be crap. Shit. The 50, if I sell the 15, uh, the 29s, how much is that going to bring me, though? Whoops. I need 59 contracts. We want to sell 59 contracts at 15 cents a share. Now, that's going to bring me in 885 bucks. Okay, so now I'm going to have to keep my eye on it because we're at 28 and it's only a buck away. And does it have the possibility of doing that? Yes, it does. So <clears throat> 18 cents a share. Okay, so let's see how much money that was. All right, 5,900 shares. Multiply 18 cents a share. All right, that gives me a thousand bucks. Woohoo! All right, that already filled. All right, so let's go back to where are we now? <clears throat> JNW. 
JWN, sorry, that's Nordstrom. Now, Nordstrom, we had a 52-week high at 29.63. Um, that was 50 weeks ago. And we had a low of 14.91. That, my friends, was on Friday. She opened up a little bit. She tried to gap. She tried to gap up, but that didn't work. The market saying, nope, we don't like it. So we had a low of 14.91. That was on Friday. Uh, we have a 30-day high, which was four weeks ago at 20.21. We're sitting at 15.03. It's getting close to that bottom again. However, <clears throat> let's look JWN. Now, JWN has a crappy book value. I'm, I'm into this thing for way too much. All right, so we are going to sell the 16s. Seven, six, five, four. All right, at 13 cents a share, sell for JWN. Um, the 30 at 30, oh, 31 March 23, that's just Friday, the 16 call at 13 cents a share. Let's see how that fills in. Okay, all that being said, it just got filled. Whoop de doo. So I made my thousand bucks already, which I'm a happy camper. Now, what I want to do is. Take a look at the dividend kings that are coming up this week. Now, we are in the last week of the month, which means <clears throat> we are looking at the week of the 11th, which is 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 of April, which would be the second week of April, which physically is the second quarter. However... This is the last week of the first quarter, so Abbott Labs and ABV, ABBV are the only two dividend kings that are coming up on the list. So let's quickly go over that. ABBV, ABV, we got a 52-week high. Or sorry, let's go. A year ago today, the 160, 96. Okay, just around 161. We got a 52-week high in the first week of April. Last year. Now from there, she drops down and it looks as if we have a double low, a double bottom. Okay, we get a double bottom at 134.18. We hit it once in October, well, sorry, August, and then again, yeah, the end of August and the end of September. Okay. August and September, we have that low of 134. Now, let's take a look at the last 30 days, because that's all I really care about. And right here, here we go. Now, with ABBV, we got a 30-day high of 159.14. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? That is today. Okay. We got a 30-day low, which was... Three weeks ago, and that was 146.57. A nice run from the 30-day low to where it is today. You know what that means? That means we ain't going to do it. Because we never buy, well, I never buy at the high. Because you just don't know where it's going to go. And this is a long-running high. You go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 
10 up days. It's like a beautiful escalation from, where are we going? From a low at 146.57 to 159. Okay, that's a nice escalation. So I'm looking for either a a, a uh, profit-taking or a little bit of a pullback. Cause it's, and, you know, don't get me wrong. ABBV is a great company. It's a dividend king. They've increased their dividends for the past 50 years. So let's quickly take a look at the seasonality, see what that tells us. Seasonal is telling me this bad boy goes sideways all the way until November 1st. So you get from January 1st to November 1st, just about flat. I'd say a 1% grade from January to November. Nothing. And then in the last two months of the year, she jumps up. So don't get me wrong. I love sideways. She's actually in a upward trend at this moment in time. It's upward and sideways. But for 158, let me check the book value on ABV, you know, for the fun of it, to get an idea of some of the um some of the fundamentals on this. Oh, we get wow. Three so I got four for lack of better words, we're going to call them recommendations, okay? From where well, you've got the research team, CFRA, the street, and then market edge. We got two of them saying get rid of it. One of them saying they're kind of neutral or avoid it. And the only one saying buy it is the street. Now, I don't know where they get their information from, but I'm not going to argue whatsoever, blah, blah, blah. But... Here's one of the reasons why I don't like AbV. You got a book value of $9.75. Okay. They got earnings of $6.63 a share, and that's up 2% over the year. Um, they're paying out $5.78 per share in dividends, which is great, don't get me wrong. But the book value is extremely low, and that doesn't make me a happy camper. Okay, so ABT is next on the list. So we're going to pass up on, on, on ABBV. Now, Abbott Labs is next. ABT. <clears throat> Abbott Labs, a year ago, is at 119.93. Got a triple high at 124.36. Now, that was in April of last year. Now, from April of last year, this bad boy drops to a low of the year at 93. So it goes from 125 down to 93. That's a 35, that's a 30% drop in a year. Okay. Now from there, you got your retracement to have a new 90-day high at 115. Now when we look at the last 30 days, we got a 30-day high at 104.60. That's three weeks ago, towards the beginning of, of, of March. Now, she dropped, and it looks as if she's got like a double bottom at 96, which is great. Don't get me wrong. She gaps up this morning, which this is, you know, this is a happy thing. All right, look at seasonality for a second. All right, seasonality, this bad boy goes sideways from January all the way into July. Okay, sideways from January to July. Then she slides up just a little bit. Finds a trading range, moves sideways for a little bit, up until um, 
mid-October. And then through the rest of the year, she has a nice escalation towards the end of the year. But Abbott Labs, where we are right today, is a nice, beautiful escalation. That looks like a 1%, 2%, a 2 or 3% grade on that one, which is, you know, going to the upside. Okay, now I like that. But, however, <clears throat> I don't like the... Actually, it's kind of like it right where it is. You know what? I like Ab, Abbott Labs right where it is. So let's look at the trade for Abbott Labs. Whoops. Before we do that, let's go back and find out what the book value is. More information, Abbott Fundamentals. Here we go. Trends. I don't want key trends. All right, we got a hold, two buys, and a void. Why these guys are all over the place with these <clears throat> suggestions or whatever you want to call them. Okay, so Abbott Labs is sitting at ninety-eight, at a book value of twenty-one. Three ninety-three earnings per share. The dividend is only one ninety-six per share. Doesn't really thrill me. However, the numbers look pretty cool. Now let's take a look at the uh, trade grid. ABT into the trade grid. We got a bid of 98.37 and an ask of 98.41. Let's just change 98.39, 98.41. Just a three cent spread. Three cent spread measly is not a huge amount of volume. It's only one million shares trading at the moment. But let's take a look at the money. At the money right now, it's ninety eight forty two. I would definitely, if I was going, if I was going to do this, I'd buy it at the money and I'd sell the ninety nine. Reason being, the ninety eight is only going for one thirty four. So once you add one thirty four to the ninety eight, you're looking at one ninety. You're looking at ninety nine thirty three. Okay, stock doesn't have to move. Now, but if you sell the 99s, you'd have 99.80. And the stock doesn't have to move that much. Better return, I would say. Or you can just do the 98 and get your, your uh, smidge. Smidge under 1%. Okay, smidge under 1% doing the 98. <clears throat> so, that's that. Let's take a look at Dividend Kings. Uh, not the Dividend Kings. Sorry, we looked at the Dividend Kings. Now let's look at Warren Buffett's list. Warren Buffett says has ABV and ATVI. So let's take a quick look at ATVI. It's at 84 bucks. Take a quick look at uh, the fundamentals. Hold, hold, buy, buy. Okay, that's a 50-50 split on that. Earnings per share, 192. Dividends per share, 47. Oh my God, that sucks beyond belief. The book value is 24. That's 25% of what the market value is. And what I don't like about it, here we go. A year ago today was sitting at seventy nine fifty five. Okay, basically this thing just went sideways. Okay, didn't get any higher than eighty one, and didn't get any lower than seventy. So we got a bottom at seventy ninety one, and that thing only dropped by ten bucks from there. But we're gonna get to the, the the real big issue in a couple of seconds. Just hold tight with me. 
Okay, so it, it's not a huge moving stock from the high of the year to the low of the year to all that kind of nice, neat, fun stuff. So now I'm going to take a look at the last 30 days. Okay, so the last 30 days, we're looking at a low of 75.64. Now, that was four weeks ago. Now, this bad boy gapped up on Friday. Thursday, I'll move this over just a tiny bit. Hold one second. Well, tiny bit. There's the close right there. Okay, so Thursday, this thing closes at 79.68. All right, now, I didn't do any any research on this to find out why it did that because I personally really don't care. Digital Entertainment Kings and others, Activision. Oh, fucking, they play video games. Holy cow, Call of Duty. Uh, Free-to-play offerings. Is a developer and publisher of interactive entertainment content and services. It develops and distributes content services of video game consoles. Yeah. Definitely count me out of this one. Then the reason being, a lot of people like doing that. And yeah, it's a big trend for people jumping into those reality these alternate reality games and just, you know, spending the whole day playing video games. Okay, great. Fine, Danny. So why does it go from 79.68 on Friday... Uh, so Thursday, and then she opens up at 84.84. So she jumps from 79, 80, 81, 82, 83, 84. That's five bucks. Uh, so she jumps up five bucks on Friday. And today she opened up down from the close on Friday. Okay, so she closes on 84.39 on Friday. Today she opens up at 84.12. Now, if you know anything about chart reading, usually gaps have a tendency to fill. So this bad boy, my assumption, is going to fill somewhere, somehow. And it's going to drop because the volume, let's open up the big chart so we can really get a good look at the volume. ATVI. Okay, so we had a good look at the volume. Now, the average volume is around 3 to 4 million. Okay? That's the average. Friday, this bad boy, 24 million. So it goes from an average of 4 million up to 24 million on Friday. So something happened somewhere. And to me, I call that an anomaly. Because for no reason does a stock trade at $4 million, I mean, sorry, 4 million shares day after day after day after day, then all of a sudden it, it I don't even know what you call that. From 4 million to 24 million, it's not double, it's not triple, it's not quintuple. It's, it's, it's pretty much freaking up there. Anyway, today it's only at 2.6 million, but we're still, we're almost halfway through the day. Okay, so halfway through the day we're at 2.6 million, but Friday, 24.7 million. So that anomaly, in my humble opinion, is something that I want to avoid. Okay, so I'm not going to do this one. But if you were going to do it, and it does have weeklies on it, its bid is 84.53 and the ask is 84.54. So you get one penny uh, spread, 2.6 million shares. At the money, at this moment in time, the 84 is selling for 80 cents. 
Now you drop 54 cents off of that because you're paying 84.54 and you're coming up with 30 cents, which is not even 35%. That's a rough 30. Uh, yeah. So that's like 0.3, Why the hell would I want to do that? That being said, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow using safe, predictable, and a consistent strategy with companies that have 25 years or more of increased dividend payments to their shareholders. The only reason I'm looking at ATVI today, just to be clear, it's not on my personal list. This is on Warren Buffett's list. So if Warren is buying it, something's got to be there, but... That anomalistic event on Friday makes me want to stay the hell away from it. But that's just me. You guys have a great day, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And... Have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.